Hi guys, do you like this podcast and do you want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. So first of all, it's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started because that's what I used to make my podcast and I love it. Hi guys! Welcome back to Talk Nasty Me Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Nasty. Welcome me back, baby. Say hello. Say hi. How are you doing? Good. Good to hear. Okay. How am I doing? Well, just listen to the podcast. Um, I've missed you guys. I'm also recording the video version again. Um, so I'm like looking into the little camera and looking at my nice little dewy skin. So please make sure to check out the YouTube page. It's just Talk Nasty to Me podcast so that you can see my glow. I got a new sunscreen. So, but I'm not going to promote it until I know how it really does work. You know what I mean? Because there have been times where um, they, there have been people who have promoted certain sunscreens and then turns out that they are not actually the SPF that they have promised to be, which has been so disappointing and has happened to me before. So um, I'm just staying on the safe side. Anyway, I'm at my new desk. Ugh, I'm so happy. I went to Ikea last week. This is part of the story, okay? This is like on my like little bullet points of things to do. Um, we'll start off with like the fun news first before we get into like the not so fun news, which is okay. It's it's not it's not that big of a deal now. But I got a new desk. It's true. I did. Um, I have been wanting a new desk for the longest time. If you follow me on my Instagram stories, you would see a photo of what my old desk looked like, and it looked like ass. It was tiny. I'm pretty sure it's not even really meant to be a desk. I'm pretty sure it was meant to be one of those things that like you put um like they're called catch-alls I think like where you put them in like the hallway or like the entrance of a room like or to to to, like the front door so you put like your keys on it whatever else I feel like it would have served a way better purpose as that I could barely fit my legs underneath it it was really disappointing I hated sitting at the desk so much so I knew that while I was still living here and working from home I wanted to get a new desk and I mean I'm going to be working from home as long as I'm doing YouTube because it's from home. But what I mean is like, while I'm still here, I was like, why am I getting so upset with my desk when I could just literally go out and get a new one? So I ended up getting a dining room table, which was amazing. Um, (laughs) I wasn't planning on doing this. I had so many different ideas. I thought I was going to build my own desk. Sorry. Also, if you hear my macbook about to explode like it sounds like it's like a little rocket ship that's getting ready for flight i there's nothing i can do about it if you have one then you know that they just do this um yeah i i can't help it so sorry but this mic is good so maybe it's picking it up hopefully no so i initially wanted to bot like make my own desk out of wood and then i was like i really don't know if anyone's gonna help me like my stepdad would honestly help me but you know working with your parents sometimes on something it sometimes takes like weeks to months rather than it being like a two-day type of project and everything and then I considered buying one from a few different places but they were like so crazy expensive I'm talking about like $500 I was like $500 for a desk like for me to just sit at from Urban Outfitters I don't think so so I have considered many different things I've checked my like Goodwills and Salvation Armies nothing there. I knew that I needed one that was nice and beefy and width. 
Mine is currently 31 inches, and so it's a pretty withy boy. And I decided to go to Ikea, found a dining room table I really loved, had, I know it sounds stupid, but because of my money guilt and anxiety when it comes to buying things, I talked about and uh, I, my money guilt issues on a whole podcast episode called I have money guilt um and I like could not decide on what to buy it was getting so bad there were too many options for me I literally told my mom I was like I need horse flaps like I I should not be able to see what are all my options um and I eventually decided to go with this one I go downstairs into the whole you know Ikea what is it called like the downstairs area where you like pick up the big big furniture and the woman said that there's one last desk I was like okay right on and then I go into the clearance section and the desk that I wanted the dining room table that I wanted is standing there in the clearance section $70 off so it's $130 um and it was just in the showroom like that's the only reason that it was there it wasn't even returned by like a customer there's nothing wrong with it perfect condition it just doesn't come in a box and I have to unscrew the legs myself and I pick that shit up I immediately ran to the cash register uh there were two people looking at it but I got it before they could and that's how I got my new dining room table for $130 and it's perfect and everything I wanted and more and it's very big and it's improved my quality of life so much because I no longer hate sitting at my desk anymore anyway great 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 investment is that considered an investment? I, yeah, whatever. Great purchase. And so I'm so happy about that. If you want to listen to me rant more about my whole Ikea story, because I think it's actually really funny um, and very insightful, listen to this episode, this week's episode of I I Saw Your Tweet, Are You Okay? with Jake and I, because I really go in depth about what Ikea means to me and what it should mean to everyone else. And I really like that episode. So I want to give a quick apology for last week's episode. I know Jake said that it was a great episode. I didn't listen back to it because it was like a little bit hard for me to listen back to that episode just because I was like in a really, really tough place the last week. Um, a lot happened in my life. Um, and <laughs> I hate being like, I can't talk about it, but it's probably not safe for me to talk about it. So all I'm going to leave you with is that I had a little bit of an Emma Chamberlain, I had to move to LA moment, minus me moving to LA. If you know that whole situation on why she had to move to LA, yeah, yeah. So one day... I'll talk about it. One day I'll discuss it when I'm no longer living here. But for the time being, I'm not gonna go into it. And I'm sorry. But just know that it was a really, really tough week for me. And then on top of that, my mom had to get surgery, which she's completely fine. Um, Just had a very, very busy, captivating week and just had to deal with a lot. So I wasn't really on my A game with First of all, posting. Um, I was in no place to record a podcast. Uh, It was just really hard for me. And I'm feeling so much better now. Things are a lot better. I can promise you that. And so we're back and we're better, baby. And all is going to be well. I genuinely feel it in my little bones. Um, The worst thing about having anxiety is being right about things. Like anyone who has really bad anxiety can relate to me on that. Like when 
people keep telling you that your anxiety is irrational or that it doesn't make sense or that you're overthinking too much or the thing that you're worrying about will never come true. The worst thing is when that thing does come true. That's me. That's, that is me. Um, but I can genuinely say I do feel like things are great from here on out. So, yes. Um, I wanted to make this episode about friendship because I don't think I've really ever made a podcast episode about that. I made one YouTube video about how to end a friendship, like a friendship endship. I referred to it as that and now it's on Urban Dictionary and I fucking love that. Um, no, I have never really done an episode though on like red, red flags and friendships as well as like friendships as a whole kind of thing. And I think the reason for that being is that I genuinely have a very good solid friend group like I feel like the friends that I have are most of them are friends that I've had through my entire I don't want to say through my entire life for the a lot of my life okay like my best friend Kaylee who she's been in one of my videos I don't post um well it was in my David Dobrik video where Kaylee was in it um I deleted my David Dobrik video because I don't want uh David Dobrik to be on my channel like he wasn't in it but like the video was centered around him if that makes sense but um I just have that video is unlisted but anyway my point being is that for example Kaylee has been in my life since we were in the eighth grade like she's been a friend of mine since the sixth grade but we've been best friends since the eighth grade um I have friends like my best friend Danielle who literally was at my baptism as a kid and we've been really 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 good friends for oh my god like over 10 years um and a lot of my friends who I have like in my big friend group which like Kaylee is in um Jake is in like I've been friends with them since the beginning of high school even though I met Jake in college but I have a good solid core friend group and I don't think that there's anyone like in my circle of friends who I'm like iffy about if that makes sense like you know sometimes when you just have friendship problems like that's just not what I'm experiencing currently so I didn't think that this was like something that was necessary to ever talk about because I don't have much to say um because I genuinely am just so lucky to have such amazing friends in my life however um I realized that I am sick and tired of ignoring red flags in my life as well as welcoming in new friends into my life um, because I noticed that I am doing that so heavily and it's something that I just genuinely want to talk about because it's been on my mind. Um, I don't want anyone to think that this is about like one specific person. Don't go try and finding out who are the people that I'm talking about because you're not going to figure it out. Um, I just wanted to kind of talk about a quote that really stuck with me as well as patterns that I'm noticing in my life as well as new friendships that I'm forming and some bad habits that I find myself falling back into and I feel like some of you can relate but this was something that I had to like realize about myself like it opened my eyes to things that I normally would not think about and I would like to think of myself as a pretty like in tune with myself kind of person like I'm constantly like internalizing things I'm constantly thinking about uh the way that I act or the things that I do like what is that word what is the word for that um not insightful I guess very like self-conscious but not like what I'm trying to say is that 
self-aware. Okay. I feel like I'm a very self-aware person in the sense that like I always am analyzing what I do and the things in my life and the people in my life and um, I'm not like very oblivious to myself if that makes sense. Like I don't really have other people in my life telling me like, hey Nicole, like have you noticed that this person has been like taking advantage of you? Because if anyone would take advantage of me, I would like notice that immediately or like people are not telling me like hey Nicole you've been acting really different recently have you noticed that like I wouldn't be one to not notice I have so much anxiety that I'm constantly overanalyzing every single aspect in my life (laughs) um not saying that like my friends can't call me out on some stuff but I I finally have analyzed something even deeper because of this quote that I heard okay let's dive in so I heard this quote on a TikTok (laughs) recently, which TikTok is a whole nother thing. I had to log off today because there was literally, people were getting pit, do you guys know oatmeal TikTok? Like oatmeal TikTok is like a thing. Like literally look up hashtag oatmeal TikTok. It will take you to these people who have these beautiful bowls of oatmeal in these beautiful like wooden bowls and their little wooden spoons and it's gorgeous and and they're like pretty much like dessert oatmeals um but there's nothing wrong with that and so many people are angry about dessert tiktok dessert oatmeal tiktok and i had to get off of tiktok for the day because i was like i literally cannot deal with this i'm getting like frustrated with people um over over literal oatmeal so anyway um i heard a quote on tiktok recently that was the universe will continue to be giving you people in your life The universe will continue to give people, okay, the universe will continue to give you people into your life with different, no, okay, wait, hold on, now, okay, last time is the charm. The universe will continue to give the same person back into your life just with different names and different faces until you learn a lesson something along the lines of that. I tried googling it to find out who said it. I can't find it. Um, So credit to whoever has said that quote or if it's just something that was made up on TikTok. Anyway, um, yeah, I heavily agree with this and once I heard this, I was like, holy shit because I noticed that there are some patterns in my friendship but I never really connected the fact that I needed to learn a lesson to stop having these people in my life. So I'll give an example of this. Um, I was friends with the same person at least three different times in my life, Um, but they were all different names and different faces. So I'll give you an example. I had a friend like this when I was in middle school and Every single time, this person always has a friend that is, like, glued to them. Oh, wait, I think I actually did talk about this in my friendship endship video. Um, I had this friend who, these friends will always have, like, their best friend. Like, it is their best friend, their ride or die that will never go anywhere. Um, This person, like, they are inseparable no matter what. However, that person's always low-key getting, like, the short end of the stick, Like that person, I I almost feel sorry for that person a lot of times because of how they're being treated by this friend. And I'm usually never like that close to this, I don't want to call them the sidekick, but I'm usually never close to this ride or die friend. I'm usually close with the the mean one. (laughs) And the mean one will pick me up 
and like be like come on like you're invited to our friend group um it'll now be like the three of us or so and uh basically will make me feel so special because they hate everyone else so I have to feel really really special and important that I'm even invited or wanted in this friend group and I had no idea how awful that was and how much that kind of harmed me growing up until I had to like sit back and realize holy shit this did some damage so for example I had a friend who would tell me that I am her booty call friend because we were not allowed to post well by we I mean like she did not allow me to post any photos like on Facebook that we were hanging out or that we were together on these days um because she didn't want people to know that we were hanging out and that she will only hang out with me if all of her other friends are busy so I was her booty call friend and I just accepted it which is so dumb of me (laughs) but at the same time I feel bad for like 12 13 year old me that I allowed someone to treat me like that um and I just feel sorry for younger me but at the same time I wish that I could hit her lightly across the face and be like bitch don't allow people to talk to you like that or treat you like that um and that was like the first scenario of this until I finally was done and I finally was fed up and I was like I no longer want this friendship in my life well I ended up having that exact same friendship just a different face and a different name when I got into high school um where I have this friend who's mean to everyone this person like was my only friend when I got into high school because the way that uh, it worked for like my high school is that there's four middle schools and two high schools. Two of the high schools would go to one of the high schools. Wait, two of the middle schools would go to one of the high schools and two of the other middle schools would go to the other high school. Um, that doesn't really give you specifics, but all of my really, really good friends went to the opposing high school and I basically went to this high school that some of my friends went to but none of my close friends like my best friend and I didn't go to the same high school which was really hard for me um at least at first because she was like thriving and loved her high school experience and I did not um but I honestly don't think that I would have thrived at the other one I'm happy that I went to the one that I did because I made some like amazing friendships and I'm really happy that I ended up going where I did but it did really like it was really difficult for me um And not only that, but in the freshman wing, because my high school had a freshman wing, there was, like, basically, like, two or three different, like, sets of teams, I guess, meaning that, like, you as a student could get placed into one of these teams and, like, I I don't know how best to describe this, like, all of my teachers were on the top floor, but a lot of my friends from middle school had all their classes on the bottom floor with all the bottom floor teachers. So on top of me being separated from some of my closest friends, I was also separated in terms of classes because I only had like one person who I knew um, from my middle school go into these like top floor classes with me. And that was really, really difficult for me. The, The top floor classes didn't mean like top, like in terms of like gifted or honors or AP or any of that that it did it literally did not relate to that it was just like they just separated you by what basically would fit best um I didn't really like my teachers and I also really didn't didn't really like the people in my class and it was really hard for me that I was not with people like 
people who I felt like I could relate with more, people who I could be friends with more, and all the people in my class knew each other and, like, went to elementary school with one another. And so I was picked up by this one girl, and she was, like, basically, like, we're going to be friends. You're invited into, like, our lunch table. You're invited into our, like, our little clique and everything. She was a mean girl. She was just a mean, mean person, and everyone would tell me that, and I was just like, yeah. And we were never good enough friends, like, to to hang out outside of school or like text it was just like in in school um and I think it made me out to be a bitchier person to be honest because I just was around a person with a bad attitude all the time um and same thing same thing with me she would be mean to me she would make me really self-conscious she made me like change my sense of style my how I felt about myself like my hobbies my passions when in reality she was a very insecure girl herself um but she just masked it really well so that no one would come for her first um and I honestly do feel bad for her because she went through a lot and had a lot of insecurities in her life that she felt like she always had to be on the defense so that no one would talk shit about her first um and she she we and stopped being friends because um well I won't give away too many details, but she had a boyfriend that hit her, and I was, she broke up with him, but then I found out that they were back together, and she was kind of hiding it from me, and I was really, really, really worried for her, um, and I was talking with another friend about it, like, being like, I'm really worried for our friend, and I guess she used that as talking shit, was really pissed at me, um, and cut me off, and we were never friends again, and that was hard for me, for a moment but then I was kind of relieved because she was a really toxic person um luckily I think her and that guy did not last long together after that so I'm I'm really happy that she got out of that situation honestly but that was really hard and like difficult um to go through because I just got dropped by a friend for like caring for her but there was really nothing that I could do she wanted nothing to do with me she wouldn't even look my way so um at the end of the day I'm happy that she's no longer with him however uh, it was not someone I was supposed to be friends with. Um, and then it happened again when I got to college. I had a roommate who I thought was going to be a really good friend of mine. I thought was someone that I was going to call a best friend forever. Um, also had a friend who was, you know, like their ride or die. And as soon as I like stuck up for myself against this person, which I never did because I just always took shit from her, she got really defensive. So did her friend. And, just talked badly about me and was just a mean girl and I noticed this pattern of having these mean girl friends in my life um and when I heard this quote like different names and different faces but they were all the same like they were all the same person essentially they very much similar um and I tried to think to myself like I was like laying in bed and I was like why do I feel so heavily connected to these people every single time like why am I constantly drawn to these people who are not nice to me who are not kind to me who treat me poorly who make me feel self-conscious about myself who make me feel less than who make me feel like I have to earn um hanging out with them or earn that I can be around them or earn that I can be considered in their friend group and constantly I felt like I was being a different version of myself around them and they never supported what I did. They actually discouraged me doing things that I enjoyed or I liked and it was a very like, I felt like embarrassed to to be myself around these people. Um, and I realized that the lesson that I needed to learn to stop having these people in my life because I, I thought to myself like, 
have I had a situation like this? And I realized that I have not had a friend like that in over three years now. Like that has not been a, a type of person who has been in my life in over three years. I'm like, what lesson did I learn? And I think the lesson that I learned is that I no longer need validation from others to like myself. Like I no longer needed people like this in my life to like who I am as a human being. Um, which I'm very happy about because I do like myself as a person, which I never thought that I would get to that point, but I probably have right now the most confidence that I've ever had in my whole life. And whenever you use the word confidence, a lot of people think that you're instantly talking about body confidence or physical confidence or like the way that you look. No, I'm talking about in general. Me as a person, I feel like I exude confidence in myself now to a certain point that I don't feel the need that I need other people to validate that for me. I don't want other people's validation. And quite frankly, I don't feel like I'm attracting it anymore that I need that. And that's quite literally like kind of like what I mean by manifesting good people in your life. And, you know, you attract what you put out essentially. Um, And because I was exuding lack of self-confidence, lack of a sense of self, lack of um, not really liking myself as a person people caught on to that and people leached on to that and people took advantage of that and wanted to be my mean girlfriend in my life and that's how I constantly was attracting these types of people with different names and different faces back into my life so I'm so happy that I learned that lesson feels awesome um but I am noticing other patterns in my life because I was like that can't be the only thing like that can't be the only like type of person that I'm attracting into my life there has to be something else. Um, so I like tr- tried to dig a little bit deeper that night when I, when I heard this quote, I'm, like literally laying in my bed, like contemplating everything, texting a friend about this whole situation. I'm like, I think I just found out something crazy about myself. And then I realized that I am now, current, present day, still to this day, have not learned my lesson. I'm attracting people that instantly give off red flags, who I instantly know that I am not compatible with these people should not be in my life that they are not good for me and I'm consistently attracting them into my life and accepting their friendship and letting them into my life into different extents um so far to the point where it always ends badly like it never ends well um and I was like what the fuck why am I doing this why am I like I am a big advocate for knowing red flags and I, I, you know, I had a relationship where I I had a whole video where I talked about like the red flags of an abusive relationship. You would think that me as a person who now knows the red flags of an abusive relationship would know the red flags of a bad friendship, but I still do not. I still don't. Um, And I mean, I know of them, but I choose to ignore them. So I was like, Nicole, why do you choose to ignore them? I choose to ignore red flags because I fear that I'm too judgmental. I have been told growing up a lot that I'm too judgmental or that I um, have anxiety. So that's the reason why I come to these conclusions so quickly um, or I'm just being wrong about someone. I always say to people, I like to think, and I usually don't like when people say this. So it's pretty, mm, what's the word? It's pretty hypocritical for me to say this myself I like to think that I can read people pretty well like 
when I meet them, I like to think that I can get a pretty good idea of whether or not this person I will be compatible, whether or not this person uh, is going to be someone that is right for me in my life. I like to think that I'm a pretty good person that can pick up on red flags. I like to think that I'm a pretty good person to pick up on when someone is lying or when someone is not being truthful about who they are. There have been instances, I hate the way that I'm sounding right now, by the way. I hope that no one thinks that I'm like trying to sound like cocky and like weird about that kind of stuff. This is just, some people have the ability of understanding someone when they meet them sometimes better than others because some people are like, oh, I I don't usually read others well. Like I, I have a friend who always tells me like when I meet someone off the bat, like it's like a clean slate. Like I don't, see anything like and I have a really hard time picking up on red flags until it's like too late me on the other hand I notice red flags too quickly I notice things that I don't like about people a bit too quickly which then can sometimes you know it feels like it can bite me in the ass because while I think I might be doing something good for myself and protecting myself and protecting others and being like we should stay away from this person it it makes me feel like a judgy, judgmental, bitchy person. And I don't like to be like that. So something that I've been trying to do lately in my life is to tone that back and be like, Nicole, you're not always right about people. You're not always right um, when you have a bad feeling about someone or a bad like suspicion about someone. Like that is being judgmental and you need to cut that out. Like that was a conscious decision I made myself um, on top of other people telling me that as well. Um, And on top of that... (laughs) Like I said before, people with anxiety will understand it sucks when you have anxiety about someone or something and people will tell you like, oh, that's never going to happen. Like you don't have to worry about that. And then that thing comes true because then it like just validates that worrying within you. It's like if you have intrusive thoughts, like I have very terrible sometimes violent, awful, intrusive thoughts. And because of these intrusive thoughts that I have, I, if if one of them were to come true, if if one of these things that I'm so concerned about were to come true, I don't know what I would do. I think I would lose it. Um, Knock on wood, I don't think it's ever happened before, but that's what it feels like when you have these types of friendships. Um, And when when you meet these people and when they show you their true colors and when you, you felt that this person was going to be a certain way and then that thing actually does happen, It makes you want to trust your gut more often, which is, brings me to my next topic about I should probably learn to trust my gut a bit more because I don't think that I'm trying to be judgy or I'm trying to be, you know, looking at people in a judgmental way. I think I'm just protecting myself. I think I've met enough people in my life at this point at 21 years old that I know when a person is going to be good or bad to me by having a few conversations with them, if that makes sense, or seeing what kind of person that they are. Um, But anyway, I tried to talk myself out of this and I gave a lot of people in my life these chances even after they gave me red flags. Even after multiple chances, after multiple red flags, I continued to tell myself, Nicole, you're being judgy. You're being, this is rude. You shouldn't treat people like this. You need to give people more chances. Um, And it's bit me in the ass. I'll give you, I I can think of, I I can count on one hand about how many people I'm currently thinking of um, in terms of this and how it's recently affected me, Um, but I'll give you an example. Hopefully they're not listening, but there was someone in my life who consistently kept popping up um, and I kept turning this person down 
and saying, um, just coming up with excuses because I had a bad feeling about this person. Every single time that they would talk to me, I would get anxiety. Um, I had like this like bad feeling in my stomach. It wasn't butterflies of excitement. It was quite literally like my stomach dropping. Um, and I, I know some people have said this, but like this doesn't just count for like romantic relationships, but I know that there's been some talks about if you have a nervousness feeling around someone that's a lot of times it's your body like rejecting that person and I know that some people are not gonna agree with me and say well I just have social anxiety that's not really what I'm referring to like my body sometimes if it's people who I should not be around or people who make me nervous and uncomfortable I get like this weird like butterfly feeling in my stomach and I'm like oh I might I must just be confusing it for butterflies when in reality um it's like my body telling me this person's no good for you like I should feel comfortable around those that I love I should feel comfortable around my friends I should not feel this sense of nervousness and anxiety every single time I'm about to talk to them or hang out with them or when I get a text from them like that's weird um like around my boyfriend I feel complete comfort around my best friends I feel complete comfort I don't get this nauseating feeling when I speak to them but this person was causing me that every single time I even got a text from them I felt like I was gonna puke um and I just kept like looking past it and I was like you just have social anxiety you just haven't talked to people during the entire pandemic um no that was not the case um this person made me feel bad for not giving them attention this person made me feel bad for not talking to them and then I finally you know gave in and I was like man maybe I'm just like a judgmental bitch for not giving this person the time of day clearly they just want to be my friend I don't know why I'm like straying away so much like that's kind of messed up of me because this person didn't give me any reason to um make me necessarily really uncomfortable um there were some red flags um but I won't go too deep into them uh, but for example, like this person would sometimes send me messages that would make me uncomfortable, but then I would give an excuse for it and I'd be like, oh, well, they're just trying to be nice. Or, uh, this person would consistently message me, um, late, late hours of the night and I would be like, oh, well, this person just like works so hard during the day. Like that's their only time to like communicate. Th- these red flags were going off. So I finally gave this person the time of day and slowly but surely, red flags were popping up massive red flags and this whole uncomfortableness feeling this feeling of throwing up every single time I spoke to this person it kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and I was like fuck what what is going on and then they lashed out at me and then they said some really weird shit to me and then they started being manipulative and then I found out that they were using me um and taking advantage of me and uh, I hate being like this I hate saying stuff like this because I don't ever want it to come off in a weird way or think that I'm like better than anyone else ever that is my last intention but this person was taking advantage of me for having connections and having um you know my social media following and then this person would basically like I don't know the word for it but there's like a a word I remember Cody Ko like mentioned it in a video but it's like where guys will like talk badly about you to you but like it's in place of flirting where they'll basically like make you feel like shit I forget the word for it but 
if you guys know what it is just let me know because it's gonna bother me for a while um and it's where they just basically will neg it's called negging it's where a person will neg you make you feel really bad about yourself um but this person I don't think it was even in like a light-hearted way this person would literally put me down tell me that you know what I do isn't as serious as what they do and that um I (laughs) I'm it would make me feel like shit for my career essentially and how hard I work on things even though um this person was using me for my connections and using me for my um experiences and for my network I guess you could say this person was using me straight up using me the the signs were all there but then would talk badly about me so that I didn't suspect that I guess um and that went on for a little while and that really affected me for a while because I I would think about it a lot and it really lowered my self-esteem I felt like I couldn't be my true self um and it, it got to a point where I was like I need to just cut this person off I don't know where my notifications are coming from. I'm so sorry. Um, I suddenly knew I needed to cut this person off. I could no longer have this person in my life, even as just like an acquaintance anymore. This person needed to be wiped and not be in my life whatsoever anymore because of the amount of stress and anxiety they were giving me and how much I felt like shit whenever I spoke to this person because that was not that was not a friend that was just a just a a parasite (laughs) a leech essentially um and I I don't know why I ignore the red flags I mean I do know why because this person manipulated me and told me that I'm sometimes would one of the times that this person like exploded on me basically told me that I'm a shit person for not giving them the time of day before um and it made me feel really bad about myself for a long time Um, another example of this is there's someone who I became a fan of, um, and I thought that, you know, this could become, sorry, I'm making all this noise now. I'm becoming, becoming so rowdy on this podcast. I'm like flipping tables, getting notifications left and right. So sorry. Um, there was this person who I thought that I could like become friends with, who I was a fan of, um, and this person talked to me and contacted me and we had a conversation and this person just talked down to me the whole time and was very rude to me and made me feel like shit by the end of the conversation like I was so excited to get a notification from this person and then when we were carrying this conversation the way that this person was speaking to me the way that this person was um I keep saying using the word downplay, but I know that's not the right word that I want to use. This person kept putting me down, I guess you could say. This person kept putting me down. This person kept making me feel like they were more important than me, bigger than me, um, that I'm just a small little baby child that they could speak poorly to and that I would just accept it, um, which I, I did at the time. And I instantly was like, I I have a bad feeling. I, I just have a bad feeling about this person and I and I did have a bad feeling about this person um previously but then I tried to like brush it off because I was like well you know what maybe I'm just being judgmental again maybe I'm just being the judgmental person that I was before um and then 
this person talked to me, my feelings kind of changed. I was like, oh, well, this person is nice. And then at the end of the conversation, they were like rude again. I was like, am I going crazy for like being switching up like how I feel about this person because I can't get a good grasp on how I actually feel because on one hand I'm like I'm trying to trust my gut and get my first impression of this person it's not so good but then this person's talking to me and like that's cool that they're even giving me attention and then at the end of the conversation I'm like what the heck this person is like kind of rude and exactly kind of like what I anticipated anyway I ended up having to unfollow this person on social media because they are not who they mm, claim that they are or they are not the type of person that they are in good with good intentions or not a nice person just not nice and it makes me so sad because I want to be making friends and it sucks that recently it's now happened to me like I said like I I can count on my hand how many times it's happened to me within like the last year of me trying to become friends with people who I instantly have see red flags about, but I'm trying to ignore it because I can't read myself well enough to know whether it's anxiety or if I'm being judgmental or if I'm actually should be trusting my gut because my innards are telling me this person is bad news, don't listen. And that's tough because what if a person does come into my life and they are a really, really good person, but because of like, my you know my my anxiety is is the reason why I'm like no don't become friends with this person like no they're they are they're bad news and they could actually be a great person I'm turning down an amazing friendship or like what if I do become friends with this person and my gut is telling me like no Nicole you shouldn't become friends with this person this person is bad news here's all the red flags that you should not ignore but I still go through with it because I'm like ah I've ruined so many friendships because does that make sense I just feel like I'm stuck in this limbo of oh my god anxiety is kind of ruling me I don't know if it's judgmentalness I don't know if it's my gut talking to me I don't know what it is sometimes is, is it anxiety? Is it judgment? Or is it my gut? I don't know. And it's becoming more and more difficult. But once again, I feel like I'm getting more people in my life with different names and different faces that are continuing to pop back into my life um, and showing me all these red flags, showing me these signs of being a not so good person. And I need to do something about it. Like I need to change that because I can't keep letting this happen to me. And so I think what would be best for me to stop letting my vision get blurry or, you know, stop allowing people who I'm not compatible with into my life and allow them to suck me dry of who I am as a human being um, is to actually get more in tune with myself and to focus on myself a bit more because while you know COVID restrictions are like lifting in the sense that like I'm a fully vaccinated lady I was able to go out and like socially distant get lunch with a friend the other day um while I'm able to do those kinds of things I do feel the need to be more social in my life I do feel the need to make more friends um and and have fun with them and and meet new people in different places or where I potentially you know I I plan on moving like I would like to make new friends and everything um and I think what I need to do in this time is actually focus more on myself because I have great friends around me I have a great group of friends surrounding me I'm not like actively like I need to get all new friends like my friends are about no my friends are amazing I think I should focus right now on 
having the friendships that I do have and growing them and making them stronger rather than trying to meet all these new people and ending up hurting myself because I think I'm not in tune with myself enough to the point where I'm allowing these people to make me a bit more malleable. By that I mean every single time that I talk to one of these people who show me all these red flags and for example like the person who was not so nice in my DMs um, and just putting me down, I became like a different person in the DMs. I became like not myself, not as confident, felt like I was a small little baby child because I was allowing them to make me feel like small little baby child and I think that's because I'm not confident in myself even though I think I am but clearly not enough because I'm still allowing people to try and um for me like I'm their little play-doh if that makes sense um and that's not okay or like the person I was talking about previously I promise if you heard that on the mic that was not a toot that was a truck on my street anyway um like I was saying, the person who was, like, being really, really rude to me before and would, like, uh, say awful things to me and was showing a lot of red flags and making me feel bad for not giving them the time of day, um, this person made me feel, like, embarrassed for what I did with my life and how I was as a person made me question my life decisions um, simply because I allowed them to. Um, And that was my own fault because I should have stood my ground and been, like, Nobody can talk to me this way. No one can put me down in this way. No one can make me feel like small little baby person. And I think that applies with everyone going forward. I should not change my personality depending on who I'm around. I should not change um, how I want to be perceived by depending on who it is. If it's not a friend that I can genuinely be my absolute self around then I should not be friends with them. Because there are some certain people that I have met in the last year, like online, amazing people, have been nothing but kind to me and wonderful to me and make me feel so comfortable with me being myself. And I need more of those people in my life. I need, well, I, I shouldn't even say I need more of those people in my life. I should um, nurture those friendships more in my life. I should value those friendships more in my life. Um, because I have... A great group of amazing people and plenty of them but I think I should focus more on caring and nurturing for those people and if there are going to be any new people in my life um making sure that I feel my most comfortable and best self around them and if they don't make me feel like my most comfortable and best self around them then they're just simply not the person for me and I hope that they find friends who make them feel like their best version of themselves but I don't like feeling like I'm this um, stepping stone or this uh, something that can be used. Um, That's a sucky feeling and it doesn't feel good. So I hope that none of you can relate to this because it sucks to feel. And like I said, please don't try and find out who these people are. There's no way that you're going to find out who these people are, I assure you. Um, And this isn't even to like talk shit about them. This was more so um to help you guys out if you guys are feeling similarly because I know especially with us going whether you're going back to school or whether you're going back to your jobs now that you're vaccinated or whatever it is you meeting new people or dating new people or making new friends um or you're moving or you're starting college this fall you're gonna meet so many new people and you're gonna meet so many different people who make you feel so many different ways and I just want to emphasize that you should feel like yourself around these people and feel good when you're around these people and if you're feeling bad most of the time when you speak to these people 
then they're probably not the people for you. And you should not surround yourself with people like that. And it's so crucial that you notice and recognize these types of patterns. Like, if I see a red flag, I should probably try and think a little bit harder on it rather than ruling it off immediately as like anxiety or me being judgy and maybe being like, no, Nicole, this is your gut. And your gut is telling you that this person isn't good for you and trying to like analyze that a little bit deeper. Um, Although I know sometimes like when your gut is speaking to you, sometimes there's like no proof or evidence to like back it up. Sometimes it's just like a feeling, but your body works in mysterious ways, okay? Like it just sometimes knows. Like I saw this one TikTok of a girl saying that her cat um, around her like new boyfriend was just constantly like throwing up in front of this person, like shitting, peeing, like scratching the walls when this guy would come around and good thing that that girl got rid of him because he ended up being like a terrible boyfriend but um I don't know animals know when people are good and your little gut knows too even though my little gut is a bit damaged um which speaking of which I'm going to the doctor this week wish me luck I'm gonna find out more news about my tummy problems I actually posted last night on TikTok and somebody wanted me to talk a little bit more about uh, pickled garlic. There's not much to say about it, to be completely honest. I know a lot of people were like, what is this? I'm so confused. My family has been pickling garlic forever. It's just basically you take heads of garlic, you break off like the first few layers of it, you pop them into a jar, you add vinegar, and you let them sit for weeks to months. They become soft. They are really, really good for you. It's really good for your stomach. It's really good for your gut. It has very good bacteria in it. Very healthy. I believe it's um, an antibacterial type of food. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's amazing. It's just full of health benefits. Um, and so we often eat it when we're making like spaghetti or anything that should have like a garlicky taste. And I saw someone on TikTok making it and adding sriracha powder as well as chili powder to it and thyme. I didn't have chili powder for some reason in my house for once and I didn't have sriracha so I added gochujang and gochugaru which I got from my local I want to say that one of the spices I got from Whole Foods and then the other one I got from Wegmans um but you can definitely find them around and it just made it more spicy amazing great snack um very good for you and a lot of people are like is this not hurting your stomach no this actually makes my stomach feel so much better pickled food and fermented food does not make me feel bad um i was told by my doctor that i should not be having these things but i'm getting a second opinion and finding out what's really wrong with my stomach because i think i have a good idea but to be determined i'll take you guys along this journey because i know a lot of you guys also have tummy issues i know that might not be so interesting for some of you guys but definitely interesting to me whenever I hear about people talking about their tummy issues because I feel like nobody wants to talk about it like we all have problems with our tummy to some extent or another and if you don't then you're either a liar or you're blessed so anyway I'm going to end this podcast on this note um protect your peace choose your friends wisely don't ignore your gut or red flags and eat a lot of pickled garlic that's the best advice that I could possibly give I love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in on this little potty this week. Um, And be nice. (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to think about what I talked about in this episode. Um, 
I just wanted to say I'm like really happy that I have been doing a lot better mentally with a lot of the things that have been going on in my life and a lot of your guys' messages and like comments were like lifting me up so much every single day like there was a moment where I was like crying and so sad and I got like the sweetest comment on a video and it just made my day exponentially better so you guys don't know sometimes how much sending a nice comment to someone means um and so I encourage you after this podcast send like a nice little message to a friend or something because you never know how much that person may literally need it whether they are showing it or not so anyway not to get sappy I love you guys I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your week make sure to tune in to this week's episode of I saw your Twitter. are you okay because it's really fun in my little humble opinion and I'm very excited for you guys to listen to it I love you stay safe Eat your garlic and kisses. XOXO, Nikki Nasty.